back on KTOE. It's Middays with Lisa Kay. Charlie is in studio with me now. It's the 11 o'clock hour. Are you sticking around? You've got a you've got an appointment. I'll hang out for a little bit. Okay. Then I'm going to go get my hair cut so Your that I don't did? look crazy for our hosting duties tomorrow night at Dancing with the Stars. I have some work to do as well for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Sandy's back in, Sandy Bromley. It's a Fitness Friday here on KTOE and here at Radio Mankato. Some of us have signed up to do the North Mankato uh, wellness challenge and weight loss. Are we, I, can we call it wellness? Yes. I don't know if I'm going to lose any weight. I'm going to try, but we'll yes. see. Welcome back. Yes. Hi. Thanks for having me again. So last time you were here, what were we talking about? We were we were talking about our uh, the week that we were having. Yes. And it was more or less getting started on an exercise program and how to start, how much to start, how much exercise you should do. Remembering that if you can get at minimum 10 minutes in anywhere, you do that a couple times a day and you're at your 30 minutes a day pretty easily and pretty quickly. I should have taken a walk down the street and back. Well, you walk, you walk down the hall to that get here. didn't really count for anything. If I was wearing my watch today, it would have told me to stand up multiple times today. We're talking a little bit about mindfulness, and I think earlier I told you that this week has been a really uh, busy week for me. I haven't had a whole lot of time to, that I've carved out to dedicate towards myself, which is that's kind of sad. Uh, so taking those... I've done like minimal exercise this week. Now I feel kind of guilty. Yeah. Now that she's sitting here looking at me, like <laughs> I haven't done the things, but yeah. it happens, right? Like, yeah. The nice thing about when you start to build up habits of exercise is when you miss a day or miss a couple days, if it's been a regular part of your life for even a good chunk of time, you're going to be less impacted by not doing it for one or two days. You okay. can beat yourself up a little bit less about it if it's something that you're in general doing on a regular basis. Kind of. <laughs> Sometimes I'm better than others. The nice weather outside has been helping though. Yeah. It's, it's much easier yeah. to get outside and do something, you know, just a walk around the block or something like that with right. the weather. It's a little windy today though, but other than that, oh yeah, it the wind okay, yeah. The wind never hurt us. Yeah. I can do that. Not yet. <laughs> Great, Charlie. You get wind burn. I'm going to be afraid of going outside. Mindfulness. So we're talking a little bit today about mindfulness and um, what it takes to, to realize what we're doing or what we're not doing and yep. how we need to know how to do better. And it's kind of about doing things with intention. It's so easy to, I think one of the videos we posted in the group this week was about um, mindlessly doing things around the house. And it's, yeah, when you're washing dishes, what are you thinking about? Hopefully not the hundred things in your life that are stressing you out, but maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's just taking time to pull your brain into 100% focusing on one thing. And if you were to adapt, and as we move on through the weeks, meditation will start to come up, guided imagery, some of those things. This is almost that first step in starting to pull your brain into focusing on one thing, especially if you're like me. And I'm, I've got, a, my husband says my wires, there's at least 700 of them all connected to each other in my brain. Oh, mine All too. at the same time. Squirrel. And it takes me forever to focus in on one and stay on one. And mm -hmm. that's a lot about what mindfulness is, is not only training your brain to focus in on what you're doing, but it allows you to let go of some of that extra clutter that you're holding onto in your head, even if it's for the 10 minutes while you're washing the dishes. Well, how do we break that into like uh, our fitness world or our wellness world? So fitness, and I think the last time we talked a little bit about getting started on your exercise program. So let's say, you know, our challengers have been at this for almost 30 days now. Mm -hmm. And if let's say they started walking and they started walking three days a week at the beginning of the challenge. If a month later, they're still just walking three days a week for the same amount of time at the same intensity at the same pace, our bodies are going to adjust to that and you know, standing on a treadmill, reading a book or 
or not focused on the exercise you're doing, your body starts to make it an automated process that requires little energy. Well, the point of exercise is to burn energy, burn right. calories to burn that off. So putting mindfulness into your exercises, making sure that what you're doing has an intention, has a purpose, and that you're meeting some of those goals. Um, we had talked about last week, the heart rate zones finding the heart rates that you need to be within, your body will start to drop back down to those lower heart rate zones the more comfortable they get with the exercises that you're doing. what you're telling me is that if I'm walking every day and it becomes my new normal, then if I just continue... I mean, isn't there benefit in just continuing to to do that movement but are we only talking about when we're in a like a weight loss phase or I think if you're expecting changes in your body yep I think when you're in a maintenance phase I think that makes perfect sense but there is I mean the general exercise is that 150 minutes a week that should be three days of cardiovascular exercise and two days of strength training so if you're not incorporating any strength training while you're getting all these cardiovascular benefits you may not be getting the bone density benefits the muscle strengthening benefits the flexibility benefits some Mm -hmm. of those other things that come with different types of exercise than maybe that one type of exercise that you're doing. Man, there's a lot. There is a lot to think about. Um, a lot to balance and right. figure out what your what your workout or exercise schedule is going to look like. Is there if you're in a, a weight loss mode, let's say, right, or even a strength training mode, that point in time where I think it, the people are calling it the plateau, where I've done something, I can't, I can't really get any further than this. Is that Yes, yeah, so a good place to be or a bad place to be or what how Yeah, are we, we we talked a little bit this morning and how the plateau isn't always a bad thing. The plateau can be a bad thing if it's your reason for stopping. It can be a bad thing if it negatively deters you or makes you feel like you're not progressing so you're more willing to give up, not as willing to put in the energy, but a plateau is your body resetting and adjusting. If you're losing weight too fast, too quickly doing crazy diets, Mm -hmm. crazy exercise plans that you can't maintain for the rest of your life, your body never is going to be able to reset and readjust that set point. Our, Our body wants to like a body temperature. It wants to go back to that same temperature. It's predisposed to be at a set temperature every single day, and we don't have to think about it. Right. Our weight is kind of the same way, and it's actually more about how much fat you have in your body um, and how much your body decides of that fat it needs for energy. So the more you're asking of your body on a more regular basis for a longer period of time, your body's processes are going to start to say, okay, I think we can adjust our set point. We're consistently using more energy on a regular basis. Let's adjust that set point. You find that set point, it's a plateau where your body is seeing if it can operate at this new normal, and then that's the next step. And if you can get past that plateau, you can start reaching that next goal and that next goal and that next goal. And pushing past that plateau is tough for people. It is, and that's where you need to change it up and exercise with intention. Once you've hit that plateau, once you have gotten to the point where your body's like, Okay, let's let's see if this is what we want. Then you trick it. <laughs> you change it up again and then it's like, "Oh, wait. Okay, we're now needing more energy than what I thought." And then you'll find a new set point, a new plateau, but you've got to change up the activity, change up maybe what muscles you're using, the intensity of your exercise, how often you're exercising, the type of exercise you're doing. And maybe if you're walking 5 days a week and you like doing cardio 5 days a week, Maybe four of those days you walk and one of those days you ride a bike. You Mm. go to a dance class. I don't know. Do something And your body will go, okay, this is different than I... Yes. I I didn't do this yesterday and the day before. Yes. And so so you'll burn more calories. Maybe use a different machine at the gym or something like... 
oh, I've never used this thing. Let me jump on there and right. see how it goes. Exactly. So trying out something new. Or if you're really stuck to this favorite treadmill that's in the corner where nobody can see you exercising. <laughs> where do we find that? All of this cardio equipment, most of them, especially the commercial styles that you find in fitness centers, but a good chunk of the home ones have built-in programming. So if you are that person who likes to just walk on the treadmill and read your book and you don't want to do different things with your walk or adjust the intensity, adjust the speed, adjust the hill or incline that you're walking on and have to think about that and remember Mm -hmm. to keep track of it, you can set a program up on the treadmill and it does it for you. It usually will beep or do a countdown. So if you are walking and you realize like, oh, it's going to start going up or it's going to start going faster and you get to pick and choose the lengths of maybe the interval of high and low that you're doing or um, the... The, the range of hill that you're climbing within that program. And and some of them are weight loss programs. Some are conditioning programs. So if you're usually an outside sprinter, you can set up the treadmill to do a sprint training program. Oh. And you don't even have to put in the thought or effort. Um, and at minimum, treadmills are typically built, or any elliptical, any machine, are built in with heart rate monitors on the handles. So we had talked Those about nice. we had talked about watches a little bit in our previous segment, or in our mm-hmm. last time I was here. Um if you don't have the watch, you can still use these treadmills. You're just holding onto those grips, but it's making the effort every couple minutes to check and see, has my heart rate stayed at this level of moderate activity or is it dropped back down into warm-up range because I'm getting used to this exercise? Uh-huh. Well, and I think you might as well use the heart rate monitor that's built into the machine because let's be real, if we're going fast enough on the treadmill, you got to hang on anyway. <laughs> so you might as well hang on where those heart rate monitors so I, are. I have heard that you... You know, if you talk about wanting to, to work within those heart rates, what I know we've talked about that before, um, that sometimes if I'm not mindful about it, I'm a little lax on myself. I'm a little easy on myself. Yes. Oh, and sometimes it depends on the day. Sometimes I really feel like a go-get-em day, mm-hmm. and the next day I'm not feeling like that. Yep. And, and so Yeah, there, and there's actually a chart. Um, you can find it anywhere if you don't have the watch or that tracking. And it's called a rate of perceived exertion chart. And it basically is a number one through ten. And it tells you at one, I could do this all day. This requires no energy. This requires no. To two is I had to like, you know, like my, my heart rate started to come up just a little mm-hmm. bit here. And it honestly based most of it off like a talk test. Okay. So can I carry on a conversation for I've more than that. a minute? Can I can I talk at all? Then you know you're getting into that cardio zone if your heart and lungs are working so hard you can't carry on a conversation but with it's somebody. it's hard to talk. You can probably yeah. say a few words to them, but it, it's hard to... I've, I've seen that chart at some of the fitness centers that yes. you've linked us up with up on the wall. Yep. And so if you don't have the watch, you don't remember to grab onto the handles, whatever it's going to be on the treadmill, you can at least look at where on this chart of how hard am I breathing, mm-hmm. how hard would it be to talk, am I, and making sure, and actually this will all be posted in the challenge group tomorrow, oh, nice. so you're going to get all the visual references tomorrow and if you're in the group. Um and it just talks about how you know once you've gotten out of warm-up zone and you're in a fat-burning zone, which is kind of a cliche name, versus a cardio zone versus a high-intensity I'm training for something that's going to require all my energy. Right. And I guess with anything, I mean, if you're listening and you're starting or whatever, check with your doctor first. You want to check with your care providers and make sure yes. that you're healthy enough to do these things, right? Yes. In general, they will not 
I, I, it's rare that I've heard a doctor say you shouldn't exercise. And then I was teaching a class and there was a, a woman who came in and said she had had a brain aneurysm mm-hmm. in the past. And her doctor had very, very, very strict requirements on what exercises she could do based on that. In general, they'll give you some limitations to your exercise, but it's very rare that you'll find a doctor that's like, yeah, you shouldn't exercise at all. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody should be moving a little bit. But knowing what your limits are, we talked about max heart rate on air in previous situations and not going over that max heart rate if you have medical conditions. And and again, the easy math for max heart rate is 220 minus your age. So if you're checking your heart rate and it's above that number... Slow down. Slower down. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sandy Bromley, and it's a Fitness Friday here, talking mindfulness here. It's KTOE Middays with Lisa K. We'll be right back. Talk of the town, connecting the community. KTOE Mankato. It's Lisa K. Back on Talk of the Town today, 1126. And Sandy Bromley joining Charlie and I today about a Fitness Friday. Uh, we're talking mindfulness, but also I think when we think about this weekend and what's about to happen, we need to be a little bit mindful about nutrition. I know we talk, we're, we're you know, we're kind of talking our our fitness, but nutrition is such an important part of that. If you're going to the Super Bowl parties that are coming up or you're hosting a Super Bowl party or anything like that, what do you have from a from a health standpoint, a fitness standpoint for us? Yeah, so I think well, the first probably biggest mistake I see people make with the Super Bowl or with a big event, a Christmas, uh, whatever they're preparing for, that big meal that you know there's going to be unhealthy things, is they don't eat all day in hopes of being able to overeat later. Oh, and why isn't so that good? I mean, you're thinking you're saving calories early on, right? I'm guilty of that. Yeah. So general rule of metabolism is that the earlier you eat in the day, the sooner you jumpstart your metabolism. So, And metabolism is the burning of the calories of your body. Will my two gummy cherries that I ate earlier today count? Because I think that's all I had. <laughs> that so counts bad. for something. <laughs> It's so bad. I think about it. I'm like, there was all the choices for me earlier today were uh, garbage pizza, yogurt, garbage pizza. I did not have the yogurt. Oh, that's right. I could have the yogurt. Oh, yep. That might have been. Should have had the yogurt. Instead, I had two gummy cherries. I had the yogurt. Yeah. You were smart. You made a good choice. <laughs> but getting something into your body earlier in the day is, is, is good in general, but definitely on days that you're going to indulge or want to indulge. Okay. I feel like people just go, I'm just adding calories to that, right? Right. And that's what you would think, but you're also not burning any calories throughout the day. So Mm. any fat stores you already have in your body, you haven't fed them all day and they're going to go, I'm holding on to all of this fat with everything in me because you haven't fed me all day. So you just threw your body into a fat storage mode and then you're going to go add a thousand plus calories to your night plus, and then plus. right and the hard part with the super bowl is at the end of the day i yeah. mean most people aren't going for a run after they eat all of that stuff most people aren't going out at the end of the super bowl and and you know getting a workout in to burn some of those extra calories we're taking in um but then like the next thing was hydration hydration aids in digestion so if you're going to be eating foods you don't normally eat or you're normally healthy and i mean i my husband and i did kind of a little bit of a detox once and the first time we went out to eat after the detox, we felt miserable. Yeah. And we went to a restaurant and had something unhealthy. And it was because our bodies had not digested anything like that in a while. And that it struggled. Sense. So hydration helps with digestion. And, and the more hydrated and the more full maybe you are going into the party, the more easy it is to snack and have smaller portions of each of the things. I'm not saying don't have the dip, don't have the this, don't have the that. 
but you don't need to go into the night thinking I get to eat 1800 calories. You can go in and you can try a little bit of each of those things. Um, one of the, <laughs> right. I know that's the hard part. Yeah. That's, that's where that mindfulness comes in is making that choice of, I want to taste this, mm-hmm. but I don't need to eat. I need to be mindful of the portion size. Correct. So that'd be my second tip is portion control. Okay. And then smaller plate. Fill a smaller plate for your first round and then see where you're at. Do I still feel hungry? Have I had a glass of water after my first plate full of snacks? Am I still craving something? Right. You know, and then if there is something you really liked, you can go get another small portion or, you know, if it's something you didn't like, you're not wasting it. Just control it. Be a little bit more mindful of it. You've got a class coming up. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. So if people want to learn a little bit more about what Sandy is doing on a Fitness Friday, stick around. Uh, are you out after this? Uh, I gotta go get my on KTOE. Oh, I didn't know I was gonna get introduced there. That's nice. Thanks. Eleven forty-two. Back on KTOE's midday. Sandy Bromley joining me. It's a Fitness Friday, and Sandy's got the whole North Mankato weight loss and wellness challenge that we're participating in. Charlie had to take off here, but um, Sandy, we got to talk a little bit before we get into the class that you're teaching about some of the sponsors that you have this week that we've been working with uh, in the fitness challenge because a couple of great businesses and those businesses change every single week. Yes. So last week we're at Discover Chiropractic where doctors B and C were uh, really doing so much more than chiropractic care. Yes. And we talked about that a little bit and our fitness uh, partner last week uh, Lake Crystal. Lake Crystal. Yep. Lake swimming. Crystal. Overcoming yeah. physical barriers by using a pool. Yeah, Charlie and I went swimming at the rec center. That was fun. So this week we've moved to a different location and we're talking Fitness for 10, which I know some people in our group have been really enjoying the classes at Fitness for 10, who's not yes. paying for any of this advertising. Just an right. FYI. We're yes. talking about this because <laughs> of the fitness challenge. Um, but they've got a great facility. I've been there before. Tons and tons of equipment. Yes. And, and they, resources. They have everything for all fitness users, user groups, user types, and their packages kind of align that way too. You know, you can start if we talked about barriers last week. If cost is a barrier for you, they have low cost options that get you in the door and $10. get you access to their equipment. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, you can add on a package that includes personal training. You can add on a package that includes small group training or the group fitness classes or but you maybe don't have some to. you don't have to, yeah. There's some of the self-care stuff that they offer as well which was a highlight this week that we had talked about is taking care of yourself in the ways that you feel like are a luxury when really deep down it's what your body needs and your body is asking for even on a hormonal and genetic level. Mm-hmm. So um, but so they have all that stuff to offer. And yeah, they opened up their fitness classes to all our participants this week. And um, yeah, they've been loving the, the variety, the environment, the, you know, the camaraderie of coming together with others and and working out in a group. Um, and then we have another partnership that you've created with uh, Body Concepts. Yep, they are our wellness vendor for this week. And so it ties in a little bit more to that self-care and de-stressing that we focused on this week of taking the time. If you want to be that for your children, for your grandchildren, for your family, be that person, be that everything for them. You have to be able to take time to be what you need to be for yourself, too, because mm-hmm. you can't give them all of you if you aren't taking care of you. Right. So um, I think we were talking about, I think today we posted about their de- foot detoxes. It's I've the seen, 30 minutes. You right. sit in there and you can 
do other self-care topics. You can work on work. You can work on paying bills. I mean, you can do any of that stuff while you're just sitting with your feet in a nice little soak bath. That is really cool. She brings that out every once in a while to different events. I know that there's been events at Shields that she's been at where she's had like all these foot soaks set up and yep. she just hangs out there and does that. Um, in Body Concepts, they also have, well, they've got a great retail space, but they also have that salt room. Yes, the salt room and the salt, salt pods. So yeah. the same way you put your feet in the bath, you can just put your feet on a rock of salt mm-hmm. and it's supposed to kind of help detox a little bit too. Um, they've got the massages. Um, I Last year, pre-pregnancy, mm-hmm. I got to try their... Um, the infrared pod? Yeah, the infrared pod cool, with the lipo it? light and all that stuff. And you go in and you put all this... Um, energizing stuff on your skin that's supposed to open up your pores and it's like a, a different way of detoxing but it's almost like a suit mm-hmm. that like hot hot toxes you yeah you get in there <laughs> And it warms you right up and you sweat all the nasty stuff out of your body and it's so healthy for your skin and you walk out and you leave and you just feel, I don't know, you feel lighter is kind of yeah. what my reaction was after doing that last year. And I mean, and then there's the um, the salt floating baths. Yes. I, float pod, I think is maybe what it's called. Yep. And they fill it full of salt to a consistency of your body so that you float and you're basically free of all outside connects Stimuli. all your, yes to stimulate yes all the senses are just you're able to tune into all of them there's no outside noise outside anything that is that, that makes so much sense why mindfulness is the topic for for that particular business as well. And then they're inviting us all to do hot yoga. So she's got yes. a, a room that's hot and then yep. they play a yoga tape for yep. you. And there's, yeah, there's a TV on the wall and you can actually pick a workout class, a yoga class, a meditation video. The videos are on the wall. I think she said you can fit up to three if you guys are cozy friends and are okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, two or one, doesn't matter. You can set the temperature of the room and you go in and, and you sweat out toxins while getting either a nice. workout or a brain workout, whatever it would be. That's or, cool. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's Body Concepts, and she's located down on Riverfront. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the class that you're teaching, because in your your wellness and fitness world, uh, you really bring education to the public, too. Yes. So I and I have some fitness experience from lots of businesses within the community, and currently... And education. Um, which correct. If, you, if you've missed uh, the full introduction of Sandy, she's been doing this and is educated on it for a long time. Yes. Um, so I work through the city of North Mankato and one of our initiatives last year and into this year was to start offering more programming to the active aging, to the senior population. Um, and I did some certifi- certification classes a couple years back. Um, it's called the Fit and Strong Program. It's focused on um, chronic disease and pain management. Mm-hmm. And so that's the materials and the resources we use. It's a six-week program that we offer through the city of North Mankato. Do you have to be a resident of North you Mankato? You do not. You no. And, um, and it's six weeks, two two days a week and we do about 40 to 45 minutes of exercise we start small and work our way up and then there's 40 to 45 minutes of education for the second half so not only are we helping you understand how to exercise through chronic disease whether it's arthritis ms parkinson's disease excuse me any other diseases that are going to start to affect your body your health your wellness your brain chronic disease any chronic disease can have negative tolls on your body especially if you're not exercising and not taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. but this class teaches you how to delay the progressions of these chronic diseases by incorporating exercise Um, the educational materials cover um, topics around nutrition around being equipped around what to do when you're having flare-ups and issues with your chronic disease how to work through arthritis pain how to 
deal with arthritis pain before and after exercise. Exercises you can wake up and just do in the morning for your body to move better throughout the day. So it's a six-week program, and it's, it's, I think, targeted more for people who are newer to the diagnosis and haven't maybe taken a ton of steps towards physical therapies, other therapies, and other things. It's starting to incorporate habits and activities in your life before the disease progression really takes off to be able to slow what that disease progression looks like. Sure. And as you start to progress, the class is still beneficial and the information is still great. But really, once that diagnosis happens, finding programs and finding resources in the community that can teach you how to slow down that progression of of this uncontrollable situation. And so where do you teach these classes and how do we get more information? So we teach teach them at the police annex in North Mankato. It's right across from the library. Um, We've got all the equipment there and the books and the materials and the resources, and you can find that information on the City of North Mankato website. You're just finding our Culture and Rec tab and going to our fitness programming. Um, that's where our weekly senior classes are listed. Any other fitness programming once we get the Aqua Zumba up at the pool oh, cool. and our weekly fitness classes at the pool this summer, All of then that location will switch shift over to the pool, which, as we just talked about, is great for physical barriers to exercise is to exercise in the water. Mm -hmm. So we kind of segue out of indoors and move it outdoors um, as summer takes off. When does that class start? It's class starts mid-March. Okay, so we got time to get it on the schedule. And runs into April. And um, yeah, six weeks, two days a week, and all the information's there. The cost and everything is online. Yep. And everything. All right. So we're going to send people there and get some more information on that. Hopefully, uh, you'll be coming back to talk about that as it yes. as it ramps up, and we'll get people signed up for it because it's cool that you you know you work through North Mankato, but you don't have to be a resident of North Mankato to take advantage of yep. this. Our program is open to the entire community, um, Mankato, North Mankato. All the Lake surrounding Crystal, communities. all the surrounding small communities. Yep, if you can make it to where we are, we will help you. I love that. Thank you so much. Well, it's good to see you. Yes, thanks for having me. We got. Uh, we should probably remind people that we've got the trivia coming up. Yes. Charlie's taken off, but he's going to be hosting that trivia. Yes, so the city of North Mankato's 125th anniversary. Um, so for those of you who've lived around here a long time and <laughs> know the history of the community, um, you may be one of our top contenders in trivia because all the questions are going to be about the history of the community. And there's opportunities to bring photos and pictures if you have of, the, of right. things that have happened in North Mankato and they'll be showcased at the event. Um, it's free to attend, but you do need to pre-register and you can also do that on the City of North Mankato website. Um, we'll offer food and concessions um, for purchase when you're there. Um, and it's just kind of a fun evening to get out and share all the information you have about what North Mankato has done in the last 125 years. Now, Kevin McCann was here yesterday and he talked a little bit about bringing some pictures. So if you have those photos and everything, yep. just bring those. Uh, yep. And we can either make copies of them or if you're donating them or if you want them back, we can. We just got to know what you want us to do with work them. Work it out. Yeah. Good deal. All right, Sandy. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll see you again next time. What are we talking about next time? Do you, do you Ooh, know? A little... I don't. I don't know if I've come up with a topic for next time. I think like I, Fitness I, Friday, though. Like, what are we working oh, on next week? Next week is a walking challenge. The walking challenge. Okay. Yes. So it'll be talking about the benefits of walking and getting walking in, and, and the unknown hidden benefits of at minimum incorporating the right number of steps into your day. I've got questions about the steps that'll happen next week here. So, All right. Well, thank you. Yes. It's 1153 KTOE Middays with Lisa Kay.